Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today I've been looking at podcast numbers because I'm particularly curious associated with the monolith that is now iTunes in terms of getting access to podcasts. Ten years ago when I started podcasting, there were multiple podcast directories. There were multiple websites to go to, to see what podcasts were there, and to listen into a variety of the podcasts, to find favourites, to find ones that you would continue to listen to that would give you a great degree of pleasure going forwards. Now there is only iTunes, and iTunes' monopoly associated with podcasts is quite curious. They maintain a directory which doesn't seem to represent new and noteworthy podcasts. It doesn't seem to represent even popular or interesting podcasts. It has its own algorithm, and it produces its own sorted order. When you go through these podcasts, and I like to listen to their quote-unquote top 10 or top 20 in every category, or at least the categories that interest me, I tend to find a few very curious things in common. We'll talk a little bit about accents in another recording. But the thing that strikes me is that there has been a change over recent years associated with what is an acceptable podcasting form. And thankfully, the pendulum appears to have swung away from advertising, away from doing pre-rolls in the first 15, 30, 60 seconds of your podcast. And now some of the more popular podcasts are actively satirizing advertising. Like, if you need advertising in order to do your podcast, you're clearly missing something very fundamental. Like, for example, how to grow your podcast. And this is a narrative that I've been championing for more than a decade now. Well, a decade in terms of podcasting. And it's nice to see a group of folk coming together to actually mock this notion that podcasts are once radio, need to have exactly the same format, need to have sponsors and all this additional stuff. What's emerging through the past decade is that podcasts are a thing in and of themselves that can grow an amazing audience and present information to folk in a fashion that has never existed previously. And for this reason, and this reason only, I feel a certain degree of hope looking at what iTunes promotes. Whatever happened to those radio folk that failed at radio? Whatever happened to those folk that appeared on television? Well, the latter tend to be more successful with podcasts because they have a meaningful, tangible audience in some regard. But for the rest of us, we continue to record our audio, put it online, and ideally satisfy a group of folk for a majority of the time sufficient for your podcasts to continue. What will happen in the future? Could there potentially be a disruptor that will take down iTunes's recommendations and these kind of things? One would hope so, but time will tell. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.